I'm Neil Carter, the pastor at Rocky River Presbyterian Church. Thank you for joining us through our podcast. Let me extend a personal invitation as well to join us at RRPC in person on Sunday mornings at 11 a.m. This is the Easter season. We explore together resurrection hope as a people of faith. The Lord has risen. The Lord has risen indeed. May you be renewed and empowered, comforted and challenged as we listen to and for God's Word together today. Hi, I'm Neil Carter, the pastor at Rocky River Presbyterian Church, and thanks for joining in to our sermon podcast today. We hope you find God's love, grace, and challenge as you listen to and for God's Word. The Gospel lesson today is found in Matthew, chapter 23, verses 1 through 12. Then Jesus said to the crowds and to his disciples, The scribes and the Pharisees sit on Moses' seat. Therefore, do whatever they teach you and follow it. But do not do as they do, for they do not practice what they teach. They tie up heavy burdens, hard to bear, and lay them on the shoulders of others. But they themselves are unwilling to lift a finger to move them. They do all their deeds to be seen by others, for they make their phylacteries broad and their fringes long. They love to have the place of honor at banquets and the best seats in the synagogues and to be greeted with respect in the marketplaces, but to have people call them rabbi. But you are not allowed to be called rabbi, for you have one teacher and you are all students. And call no one your father on earth, for you have one father, the one in heaven. Nor are you to be called instructors, for you have one instructor, the Messiah. The greatest among you will be your servant. All who exalt themselves will be humbled, and all who humble themselves will be exalted. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So as a young man, Matt Jones once a graduate student at the University of Alabama in the MFA, pro- MFA program, it means Masters of Fine Arts. He's an author working on his first novel, which is a kind way of saying he was hungry on a regular basis. Tragically, one of his 20-something friends dies. So Matt prepares to attend his friend's funeral. But like many fellows today... The notion of owning a suit is a foreign concept. People just don't own suits anymore. Well, unless you're a lawyer or an undertaker or, you know, minister. The suit is probably not necessary purchase for you any longer. It's especially a foreign concept if you're a 20-something fella working on your first novel, which is a nice way of saying you're going hungry a lot. So he borrows a jacket from his dad. It's blue. It's a blue jacket, and he's wearing black pleated pants. As Matt's going to the funeral, this is what he thinks about the whole day. He's obsessed with what he's he's wearing, that people will notice he's wearing a blue jacket with black pants. So Matt writes about this, an oversized blue jacket and a black pleated pair of pants, that's what I wore. And for the most part, That is all I remember worrying about that day. Matt asked his friend, Do you think anyone will notice? Notice what? She asked. 
The jacket, it doesn't fit quite right. I borrowed it from my dad. It's blue. She glanced over at me in the driver's seat. So? My pants are black, though. There were so many people at the funeral. My blue suit jacket stuck out in that sea of black. We entered the church and I felt everyone was looking at me. I might as well have been wearing a back brace like a shark cage wrapped up my spine over my chest that squeaked and cried for oil. Every lurching step I took, I was nervous. I wanted to shout out at all of them at the funeral. I know what you're thinking. I know what you're thinking. The jacket, it's not mine. My friend, my dying friend, it was just all so unexpected. I saw his mom in the same sea of people and we left without saying hello or goodbye. Without saying I'm sorry for your loss or we were good friends. Hey, do you remember me? We said none of that. The only thing that passed through my head was to say to her, I know what you're thinking. The jacket, it's not mine. It was just all so unexpected. We went out to eat afterwards. It had bothered me the entire meal. The, black, the blue suit jacket and the black pants. The suit jacket, it just didn't fit right. I borrowed it from my dad. It bothered me all day. I leaned over to our server as we got up to leave and I said, I know what you're thinking. I leaned in close to read his name tag. Eleiso, the jacket, it's not mine. It was just all so unexpected. So Matt Jones entitles his essay, It's Not About You. Whether starving as a first novel writing author, whether you're a movie star, an athlete, a politician, or an average Joe or an average Jane, we as human beings are narcissistic. And we can be a little self-centered too. Even in religion, we can shape shift it into something that's more about self-help. Nothing more than a feel good about yourself program. A system to elevate me more than about what we can do for God and what we can do for our neighbor. The Oak Ridge Boys sing it in a way that I can understand. Nobody wants to play rhythm guitar behind Jesus. It seems like everybody wants to be the lead singer in the band. I know it's hard to get a bead on what we find when everybody is pushing for the head of the line. For Jesus, though, when it comes to faith, the head of the line forms at the back. The focus is not on us. The greatest among you will be your servant. All who exalt themselves will be humbled. And all who humble themselves will be exalted. Living out the faith really isn't about you. And it really isn't about me either. It was 1953 at a Chicago railroad station. There to receive the Nobel Peace Prize of all things. 
Albert Schweitzer steps off the train. He's a tall man with bushy hair and a big, thick mustache. Cameras all flashing around him. The city officials are there with their hands out, ready to greet him, ready to backslap, ready to get their photos taken with Albert Schweitzer. He had just won the Nobel Peace Prize. He thanks them all politely for coming. And in this middle of this media hubbubaloo, he asked to be excused from their company just for a little bit. If you could excuse me just for a minute. He weaves his way through the crowd, gathered for this presentation and to get their picture taken with him. And he comes up to the side of this elderly African-American woman who is struggling with two large suitcases. She's gone unnoticed by everyone else. He picks up the suitcases, he smiles at her, and escorts her to her bus and helps her get on and wishes her a safe journey. He then turns back and comes back to the crowd and apologizes for keeping them waiting. And one of those folks on the reception committee there in Chicago tells a reporter, that's the first time I ever saw a sermon walking. To think he would do that in 1953 for an African-American woman. Wow. The greatest among you will be your servant. And all who exalt themselves will be humbled. And all who humble themselves will be exalted. This isn't about you. And faith isn't about me either. David Walensky, he's a young Jewish fellow. He sits in his synagogue for worship with his rabbi. And the rabbi announces to the synagogue that a community member is sitting Shiva. His father has passed away, and so they're having Shiva at the house. Shiva is this seven-day period of time of mourning after the family member has died. The family sits in mourning, and so folks from the synagogue come for that seven-day period and just sit there with them and do nothing. They wait and just sit with the mourning family, and if the mourning family decides to speak, then you listen. You're just there. Solely for the family. So Walensky's rabbi proclaims. A crucial part of being the community is doing things for people you don't even know. The rabbi's words are enough to remind young Walensky of his faith obligations. He reflects on this tradition of his faith. As a would-be comforter in an urban environment. It can feel awkward to simply walk into someone's home. Then again, paying a Shiva call isn't about making yourself feel comfortable. This isn't about you. They may not want to talk about their loved one. They may not want to talk to anyone about anything. But you must wait until they engage you. You do not engage them. You are there for them and them alone. They are not there for you. Again, that might feel awkward. But you see, this isn't about you. Our faith does not put us in the center of attention. If it does, obviously, 
It's not what Jesus intended as Christian faith to begin with. The greatest among you will be your servant. All who exalt themselves will be humbled and all who humble themselves will be exalted, he tells us. I can't tell you how many people over the years have pondered going to divinity school or seminary and they would say something to me about the effect of they really enjoy being in the spotlight. Or to hear them say something to the akin, I wish to go to divinity school to find myself. Well, a little bit of advice. Divinity school is a very expensive place to find yourself. And if you find yourself there and you don't like you, then what are you going to do? Besides, finding yourself has never been nor never will be the purpose of a theological education. The purpose of divinity school is not to find yourself at all. It's to lose yourself. It's to lose yourself in God, in the church, and in the faith journey. The purpose of faith is not to find yourself. It's to lose yourself. The purpose of life isn't about finding yourself. It's about losing yourself in God and in faith. The greatest among you will be your servant and all who exalt themselves will be humbled and all who humble themselves will be exalted. Yes, Jesus might be hammering the scribes and Pharisees today as they seek their attention for themselves. But what he says is for us. It's not about you. It's not about me. Today in baptism, we welcome Catalina Murray to be a part of our faith journey. We welcome her to discipleship. And that's not about her finding herself. It's about losing herself in Christ and in the church. For the parents, Jacob and Krista, you say you're going to raise your child in the faith. So you'll have to lose yourself to be a part of that journey. You will have to give yourself away for your children to make sure that she's a part of the worshiping community. And for the rest of us, we claim that we will help raise our children in the faith. Children like Catalina. We will help be a part of raising them and living out their faith. So it's up to us to teach them. This isn't about you and this isn't about me. The greatest among you will be your servant and all who exalt themselves will be humbled and all who humble themselves will be exalted. It seems like everybody wants to be the lead singer in the band and no one wants to play rhythm guitar when everybody's pushing for the head of the line. But Jesus reminds us today, that's not faith at all. The head of the line forms at the back. And living out faith really isn't about you or me. Yes, I know that we're all thinking. We're all thinking it. I know what you're thinking. It's not about what you wear. It's not about the oversized blue jacket or the black pleated pants. It's about forsaking the accolades and the spotlight to help someone 
who has their hands full of suitcases on a busy street get on a bus. Faith is giving up your dream of being the lead singer to play rhythm guitar behind Jesus. So Christ shines out, not us. Or even in those awkward moments of being there for others, even those we don't know. It's about giving yourself away to be there to teach and to live the faith for those in our congregation. The greatest among you will be your servant. And all who exalt themselves will be humbled. And all who humble themselves will be exalted. Yes, I know what you're thinking. It's not about you. And it's not about me. Thanks be to God. Amen. This is Neil Carter, thanking you once again for listening to our podcast at Rocky River Presbyterian Church. You can also visit us at our website, complete with our online donations for those wishing to give. Come check us out at our Facebook page or follow us on Twitter. Or if you're in the Harrisburg, North Carolina area, feel free to drop in and visit us in person. Thanks again for being with us today.